This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Please just get three of these. Come on now. Come on now. Seriously? Come on now. Let's just switch it back and forth as we talk, so then the one on camera ha- is, is the right one. It's always, okay, yeah. Then it'd be good. Then it'd be fine. Uh, maybe we could just Can we get, a, uh, get three of them. A message from the, from the control room is that when do we get when do we get them? As soon as possible. As soon as possible. This is the answer. Okay. That's a Jeff Fisher answer. That is a Jeff Fisher answer. Uh, and I mean, really, it's been a week and a half. That's not possible to do this in a week and it's a half. It's got to be longer than a week. You and yourself, weeks. it's been a lot longer than a week and a half. And you Seriously, yourself, if the budget Pat, is the pro- if it is a problem, yes. I'll, I'll I'll give you a, a little uh, <laughs> a ten dollar bill today for three. We already have the. the they're yeah, already in so. house. We just need to get them painted. When can we get them spray painted? By can we get a date? I want a countdown mm-hmm. clock to when we get new clipboards on the screen. Like, you know how we did that thing right. for a while with a guy who was, like, trapped mm-hmm. in, in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant Tamarisi? Yeah. Uh, we also did it with the countdown to the end of the world for the climate change thing, the right. 500 days, which right. passed which about 500 days ago. <laughs> so now we need one of when patents do get new <laughs> functional clipboards. Well, these are okay. actually functional. They're just not good. Wow. Well. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, the Trump backers continue to uh, cry and whine over the fact that uh, they they don't like the rules. uh, They don't know the rules. They don't understand how the primary works. And they're pissed off when somebody else uses the rules against them. Uh, Cruz pulled out another strategic victory at Saturday's Arizona Republican Party convention, nailing down a large majority of delegates to the National Committee amid cheating accusations. (laughs) It isn't cheating. It's part of the rules, part of the game. The cruise slate won virtually all of the 28 at-large national delegates and uh, about a split of the 27 selected by congressional districts. Uh, Former Governor Jan Brewer, losing her first election in 35 years, angrily yelled, I got cheated, I got cheated, as the results became known. Uh, But Cruz's Arizona campaign organizer, Says simple math led to the at-large victory. Cruz offered a nearly identical slate of candidates as John Kasich backers, and the combined votes to uh, led to a win. The uh, victory was mainly strategic for Cruz, since all 58 of Arizona's delegates are required to vote for Trump on the first ballot. So this is all second ballot stuff. So if Trump doesn't get there on the first ballot at the convention. Then these uh, delegates are all, it looks like there'd be about mm, 54, 55 of them that would vote for him. 
rather, well, no, 44 or 45 of them that would vote for him rather than Trump on the second ballot. And, you know, that's happening in state after state after state. And so Cruz would have a really good shot if he can make it to the second ballot. Can he get there? We don't know yet. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of that will depend on tomorrow night. Yeah, yes. we'll know that, I think, probably Wednesday. I mean, after Wednesday, let's say Cruz loses by eight points in Indiana, which I don't think is going to happen, but let's just say it happens. His I don't want to say it happens. Rational <laughs> uh, path to the nomination will essentially be gone. It goes away. Yeah. Um, now, that does not that, he should not drop out at that point because there's a chance that there's always the chance that Donald Trump, you know, implodes, yeah, implodes, decides to, uh, you know, uh, punch a woman in the face on stage. You would know, that do I, it? Would that be enough? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Though she deserved it, I think, would be tweeted quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, if she, he did something like that and fell apart and won no delegates in Cal- California, until that moment comes, you stay in the race. There's no reason to drop out at this point, no even way. if he loses mm-hmm. Indiana. His path, though, under normal circumstances which is hard to say in this election, but under normal circumstances, is probably gone. I mean, probably, unless Trump really falls apart, uh, it's going to be probably over. So if you're in Indiana, I mean, you know, this is the time. This is the time to do it. If you, if you know someone in Indiana and you want to, I don't know, fly out there and constantly harass them, uh, that's a good idea. If you know someone in Indiana who's a Trump supporter, you should, um, you know, barricade their home, something like that. <laughs> Pay for a vacation. That's even better. That's a nicer way to do it. Thank you, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do what Pat's doing uh, to one of his relatives who is voting for Trump, uh, making sure she doesn't get picked up and go to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's all negated if she finds a way to get to the polls herself. But uh, I don't foresee that happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the way she's expecting to get to the polls, and you're I trying do. to manipulate that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. What's, what, by the way, what has the result been so far in these phone calls? The encouragement uh, to not pick her up and bring her to the polls. I think it's positively received by my sister. <laughs> She's a Cruz fan as well. Good. Uh, her husband, however, is a problem. I think he's he's voting for Trump. Oh now, boy, but that's a fun uh, house. Yeah, it's that's a tough one. So they're, I don't think they're talking about it that much in the house. It's um, one thing to have like a divide between you know, hey, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama and a couple. I mean, I can understand how they're. There'd be fights there, but it's like you're so ideologically opposed that you can kind of see maybe there's you just don't even attack those things anymore. If you're that household, if you're the mm-hmm. the um, you know, the, the the typical household that has like red and blue, you can almost see a little bit of understanding there because you're just like, well, we just don't address that issue. We're just so different. We're not going to address that issue. Mm-hmm. If you're both Republican voters, typically. And one of you likes Trump and one of you likes Cruz. I mean, that is a household that I would not want to be in. No. I would not want to be in that household. That'd be Cause, tough. Because, like, I, I, I can't, it's, it's just impossible for me to understand anyone who's thinking about this that can go for Donald Trump. Now, if you are a Democrat, I get it. If you are a person who doesn't believe, doesn't care about any of the policies, I get it. Like, there are reasons. But if you're sitting here actually thinking about these things on a normal basis, there's no argument for the guy. He's mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not even a good Democratic candidate. No, he's not. He's not a good anything candidate. No. But he's probably going to win unless uh, Indiana steps up. Come on, Indiana. That's you. We're talking to you. We're guilting you into it right now. Step up. That's what we're doing. Uh, There is a new poll, too, that shows uh, Ted Cruz with a big, fat lead in Indiana over uh, Donald Trump. Cruz leads uh, by, I think it's 16 points, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. 
Texas Senator, who announced his running mate, Carly Fiorina, now leads Trump 45 to 29 in this particular poll. Um, Kasich is a distant third at 13 percent. And then there's another 13 still undecided. It's a Hoosier State poll conducted by uh, with among about 400 registered likely voters. It's a, it's a weird, I mean, it looks like an outlier, to be perfectly honest about it. I mean, here are the, here are the polls of the last you know, seven or eight polls. Trump plus six, Trump plus eight. Why Cruz, do you do this? Why? Those are the outliers, Stu. Those are the outliers. That's fine. Those are the outliers. Cruz oh, plus 16. Why? Trump plus five. Why? Trump plus two. Trump plus nine. Trump plus 15. Here we were on a high. Uh, feeling well, good I about it. No kidding. accused of not giving this, the, the wow. facts to wow. try to... Nobody in this audience is going to accuse you of that. When we're well, talking. I just don't want them to have the perspective. <clears throat> this is what happens. Is you get you guys start rooting for your guy, mm-hmm. and then you're like, how did this happen? He was winning by 15. Well, no, he wasn't probably winning <laughs> by 15. Uh, this looks like an outlier poll. The poll is weird, too, I will say. It, it was taken over two weeks, so, which is a really long that's period. That's the perfect time to take a poll in Indiana. <laughs> Wait, two, <laughs> two weeks period of time is perfect. It's to perfect. take a poll only yes, in Indiana. only in Indiana. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that in California, but in Indiana, that's the why? perfect What's length it, of Why time. wouldn't you want to do it in California? There's too many variables to really explain it to you. Know, <laughs> okay. too, in California. Too inside well, baseball. Look, I don't you know? have a poll service so. of my own. You do. The, right. pat, the Pat Poll. Right. Uh, so. And the Pat Poll is so searching what for up. Indiana. What is the Pat Poll? <laughs> the Pat Poll picks uh, Cruz by 11 in by Indiana. By 11, okay. Yeah, nice. 11. It's better than the 98-2 to two wow. we mm-hmm. had in the last one, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruz by 11 tomorrow okay. night. Uh, Ninety-eight to two uh, poll. That was a three-week poll. Oh, three. Yeah, so oh, was, okay. And videos. I realized that was a little too long. Way yeah. too but long. two weeks is perfect. Right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you don't do a two-week poll period is because a lot changes. Like, for example, some of the mm-hmm. the votes cast in this poll were cast before even New York, let alone mm. the slew of states Trump won in the second week. It was actually before his New York victory, uh, which was that Tuesday so, before. <laughs> I mean, I can't really argue with that. No, it's just too really good can. of a point. It is. Thank you. So, by the way, Cruz leads by 16 <laughs> points, and that's locked in. Uh, right. Anything, anything other than a Cruz 16-point victory or more, a stolen election. Thank you. If Cruz wins by 14, stolen election. Thank you. By Trump. Yes. But you know what we called for did happen. Mike Pence did endorse Ted Cruz. Yeah. Kind of, kind of in the dead of night way. over the weekend, kind of like kind of quietly, half-assed, yeah. half-assed way, but he did endorse Ted Cruz, right? I mean, kind of, sort yes. of. I mean, he did. Here's, well, do you have his quote here? Uh, Indiana needs a partner in the White House. Uh, Pence said that voters mm-hmm. are choosing between three good men, but the choice for me is Ted Cruz. Um, actually, uh, uh, yeah, you actually, got you're not wrong. choosing between three good men. There's one. There's one. And There's one. The other two suck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the sort of uh, unbiased uh, coverage you get here. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Trump. Uh, people are asking him who's who's a strategist because, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the media. He had Corey Lewandowski. Then he had uh, Paul Manafort. Mm-hmm. They're both still in the, 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 you know, circle. But it seems like first it was Lewandowski. Then he brought in Manafort to, to replace Lewandowski. Then Manafort kept saying, hey, don't do crazy things. So he got mad at him, and now Lewandowski's back in control. That's the way the media's talked about it. Trump has another take on it. Watch. Now, i got to tell you, strategists in both parties say if you consciously went about it, if you specifically planned, you couldn't have said anything that would drive your numbers among women even lower. Really? Okay. Well, I've, I'm my own strategist, mm-hmm. and I like that, what I said, and it's true. 
I only tell the truth, and that's why no, people wait, are voting wait, for wait, me. Wait a minute. And don't forget, in the Republican Ma primaries, which I just beat Cruz by numbers that not like 50 percent, I was up by so much. I had 62 in New York, and I was 63 but, but, but and 64. Mr. Trump, I mean, I with all due respect, plus, whether or not, and, whether and or not Chris, you like, let me just ask the question. But, but Chris, all of the polls coming out, I won with the women by landslides. I beat Cruz, and I beat I understand, Kasich, but Hillary Clinton is a different deal. Regardless of whether you like her or not, or think that she should be president or not, to say, I mean, she was a senator, she was the secretary of state for four years, to say mm -hmm. if she were a man, she'd get 5%. Isn't that kind of dismissive? Well, I Bernie Sanders said a lot worse than that. He said that she almost shouldn't be allowed to run. <laughs> wow. That's a battle between two guys I just don't like, so who cares? Uh, <laughs> Wallace has really done some damage yeah, to himself this I, past year. I don't like him, and I just don't appreciate uh, Donald Trump either. So. You don't? I really don't. Yeah, I know. Are it's, you kidding? Are you serious right now? I, I thought it was time to finally come out with yeah, it. I played my... My card's so close to the vest yeah. that uh, mm -hmm. most people couldn't. That's the big issue. Not to be critical mm -hmm. here, Pat, mm -hmm. but we are in a, a, a format in which um, unvarnished opinion mm -hmm. is a positive. Oh. Um, saying what you feel wow. and not holding back is now something that the audience that. respects. And huh. you are constantly hiding your opinions. keeping it to myself. It's really difficult yeah. to tell which, what, how <laughs> you're know. coming at an issue. I know. Uh, you know, I can't. I know. A lot of times I'm, I, I think to myself, does Pat like Barack Obama? Does he not? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you've talked about it for nine or eight years. And you can't even and tell, I can't can tell. you? Yeah. I have no idea how you feel about the guy. That's why today I thought on the eve of Indiana, yep. I'd say I don't much care for Donald Trump. How would you describe your relationship with Jeffy? Uh, I don't much care for him either. Hmm. But uh, uh, no, they want aren't, they, what they're hoping for. Pat here is just the truth <laughs> and uh, something unvarnished. That's weird, isn't it? It's yeah. weird. He hates you. That's uh, the, that's the, just so you know. This, no, this, but the truth is what they're asking for. Right, but he mm -hmm. never. That's about as aggressive as Pat ever gets. He doesn't have mm -hmm. much. He doesn't have <laughs> much like for. He is like strong. He hates you. He hates you. Okay. Uh, Speaker John, you notice I didn't disagree with that. No. Skip right I mean, obviously, if you if you had made a false statement, right, you would have corrected. I'd have to, I'd have to. And I said it. you hated Jeffy. So if you had made a, a right, false you dis statement, you despise Jeffy. Is what I'm saying. Dispute that. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't either. Uh, all don't day, either. every day. It's just wrong. All day, every day. Uh, former Speaker John Boehner uh, responded about uh, his opinion with his opinion on Ted Cruz. Uh, here's a surprise. He doesn't like him. Huh? Called him Lucifer in the flesh. And uh, Peter King, I, I even like, I like this a little bit better. Peter King's comments about uh, Ted Cruz were uh, even stronger, really. Your take on this uh, latest dispute. Uh, you know both of these, these men. Uh, I, I fully agree with John Boehner, and maybe Boehner. he gives Lucifer a bad name by comparing him to Ted Cruz. Uh, uh, listen, uh, John Boehner was most concerned about what Ted Cruz perpetrated a fraud and then in the this. when he brought about the shutdown of the government on some kind of a vague promise that he was going to be able to take Obamacare out of the budget or to end Obamacare. Ted Cruz knew it would never work. Uh, that it was never going to work, but he went ahead and did it anyway, shut down the government, cost the government money, so served no purpose whatsoever other than to boost his name identification. So okay. I agree with John Boehner on that. Is this guy in the Douche Hall of Fame yet? No. Is he in the Douche Hall of Fame? Peter King? Yes. I don't think oh, he so. Is? He is? We've already voted on him? I don't think. Okay. Can we put him in again? Really? Man, he belongs. He, he does douche. belong. 
He belongs. What a lion sack of crap to say that he brought about the hoax of the shutdown of the government. What What are you talking about? He's a U.S. senator. He can't shut down the government only the house has that ability but he would how would he know that being only in the well house? in the house mm-hmm. yeah he's in in the house of representatives yeah he knows full well ted does. cruz didn't so, shut down the government and then he's spewing that democrat talking point that uh, unbelievable and how exactly can you explain this to me pat because maybe you know how exactly does shutting down the government cost the government money yeah, I don't know, honestly. So you're saying, you know, having people not would, go you, to it work. It would actually and, result in savings. savings. <laughs> right? And I, by the way, it was about, the, the shutdown was about saving money. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know exactly what how A lion sack of crap mm-hmm. he is. Oh, man. That is difficult to watch. He's a, I mean, you know, look, Peter King's just a bad guy. This is not a, this is not a. Uh, comment about his ideology. He's just a dirtbag. He's a dirtbag who lies about people. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, it's been well documented over a long period of time. He's just not, you know, he's, he has no character. I mean, you know, I mean, he's been doing this. This is not a new thing. I'm not breaking news to this audience, but he's just a guy, you know, like he's one of these guys. He's about politics. He's about his, his own power. Um, when people stand up Obviously. and stand for principle, he trashes them. It's yep. sort of his job. He's sort of a Debbie Wasserman Schultz of the right. He really is. He's just, you know, that's, that's a, a good dirtbag. comparison because yeah. he is a lot like her. Yeah. Except without the, you know, without the, he's he's got no title to go along with that. Right. He's not he's, the head uh, of the DNC uh, 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 or a, something. He's a powerless nobody. But right. I mean, outside of that, he's also a, re- you know, just a big liar. A, a nobody a other than his, uh, you know, uh, I mean, he is his elite status as a douchebag. I should say in the douche true. hall of fame. I mean, you get into the douche hall of fame, uh, you, right? You have a certain status. You're somebody bequeathed. Yes. Uh, and he does have yes. that status. All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents too is uh, coming right up. But first, we'd like you to start your short-term emergency food supply. Speak for yourself. Like I don't you think you do should. It today. I don't think you should. You don't? I'm going to fight back against this. You know, I don't think you should have a, a short-term okay. food supply for emergencies. Well, what about our friends at My Patriot Supply? Because they just brought back their best offer ever. Is it the best offer ever? It, well, it's so good, Stu, that it's also known as... The stupid good deal. Mm, yeah, I you know. Bet. Now you're gonna start promising 72-hour emergency kits. That's the next thing you're gonna do. Yeah, for like 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to this guy. That's exactly right. He'll say anything. Uh, He'll say anything <laughs> to get your phone call. He'll say that you could get three days worth of food for ten dollars. He's gonna say, "Hey, we'll save you sixty percent." He'll say these say things right to off you. the bat. Don't believe him. Don't believe him. Even though it's true. Then I'll say, give him a call because yeah, a magical phone number like 888-411-6844 is going to make this appear <laughs> at your home. <laughs> Don't buy it. Don't buy it, America. No, go to preparewiththeblaze.com. You'll find the deal there. Mm-hmm. He's going to say all of this. Listen. Listen to the words he says. Okay? And then you'll know that they're live. He'll put it, he'll put it up on the screen. He'll put it right there. He'll do it. <laughs> Are we speaking with Garth Bunk now? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> that what's happening? Uh, 888-411-6844 or preparewiththeblaze.com. I did say it. See? I said it. And I'm proud of it. And, and it'll seem like true. the truth. It it'll is. It'll seem oh, like find the out. Go, go find out for yourself. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us 
how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to the show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real estate agents, I trust.com. Stories. Top four stories on Drudge right now. This is uh, this guy is like unbelievable. But oh, he's he's right down the middle. This is just a I, I just conglomerate stories. That's all I do. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not for anybody. I'm the, I don't have any. I don't have a dog in the is race. He, I, is he even trying that nonsense? He, I don't know. I, don't I, I he never does interviews, so nobody can even ask him because he hides. Uh, but his top four stories now. These three are all bolded. Boy smites Cruz, colon, you suck. Think about what that story is. It's a boy who yelled at it. One all the way in the back in the of audience, the audience. In yeah. the back of the audience who said you suck to a candidate. And then Cruz just owned him. Cruz, you know, told him about respect. Cruz, you said, you know, wouldn't like, it have been nice if Trump was taught that? And but it's on a and nothing, on. The, the bottom line is it's a nothing heckler nothing story. Heckler. That nothing happened. Yeah, right. Like, like that's, that's a true. top Something story. that happens to Trump at every stop, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the top story. Then Beck. Colon, fast and pray for 24 hours. Okay, because it's a, I guess, perceived as religious. It's his lead, second lead story on his website because he's With trying no to link. mock Christianity. It's just a headline. No With link. no link. Right. You click on it, it goes right back to the drudge. The same thing. Uh, story number three. Carly falls off stage. Okay. Uh, you know, a, a moment where somebody trips and falls. Off a little teeny stage. She's, she's fine, I'm sure. But um, so another, you know, uh, he's just trying to mock Cruz and everybody around him. And then over on the left-hand corner, the top story on the left-hand side, bolded in red, Cruz dad, quote, I implore every member of the body of Christ to vote according to the word of God. Oh my God! Unquote. Oh my! Oh my God! Isn't he a reverend? Oh my! Yes. So and a religious zealot, Stu. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> How about that? I implore every the guy's a pastor. So it, it, is it really newsworthy or mockworthy to say that he, Ted's dad has implored every member of the body of Christ, every Christian, to vote according to the Word of God? Well, of course you'd want them to do that, and in fact. In this quote, he doesn't even say, and that includes, and that that means my son Ted. Well, right, which is actually probably the newsworthy part of that. Yes, he cares so much about faith. He's not even directing you to 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 vote for his son. He's just he wants you to figure that out for yourself with the Lord. I mean, that is amazing. Of course, those are words you hear from somebody that had (laughs) part of the Kennedy assassination. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and the Zodiac killer. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I Cruz, didn't know about that Ted part. Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Ted Cruz. Raphael Cruz oh, okay. was involved in the JFK assassination. <laughs> These guys are busy, um, man. They're, you know, they're very busy. Uh, I, again, like I, if you go to Drudge, I mean, obviously, go if you want. But, I mean, do you get anything that you can't get at 50 other sites from that place at this point? No, I mean, at true. one point, it was interesting and innovative. Now, what you get is garbage, garbage links to conspiracy websites. Uh, you know, ob- an obvious pro-Trump, anti-Cruz bias, which is, you know, look, I mean, that's fine. 
I wish he would just come out and admit it and just say that we're you know bought and paid for by Donald Trump, but he doesn't. Um, that's but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and they all, any other story that's on there, like you know, he puts up so- stories that are generally interesting culturally. But now there's 500 other sites doing the same thing and better. So w- mm-hmm. what's the point? Why does anybody go there anymore? I mean, and I'll re- he is no. There was a time in which he drove the news cycle. He doesn't do that anymore. No, there's he, a hot, he doesn't. There's plenty of other sites that do a much better job. Uh, at, at finding these stories, curating them, um, and, and making uh, interesting points about them. I mean, he, again, he doesn't do any of that. He doesn't add any commentary. He doesn't add any perspective. It's just, hey, I like Donald Trump, and here's... If you, if you are, let's say, if you are a person who's been hypnotized literally by Donald Trump, then this is how you would see the news. You know what he used like, to do? He used to add, like, something that he broke or whatever, and, and it, would be, it would be Drudge Report head, headlined. You'd, you'd click on the you'd click on the little thing that's underlined on the on the main page, and then it goes to the link and it says Drudge Report, and then it's usually him, something that he's broken or something that he's commenting on. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw something like that from him? When's the last time uh, it's Matt been Drudge has broken anything? Years. I mean, I, I think was it in this decade? I don't think so. I can't remember anything. I mean, look, we all it's understand not in this he, decade, huh? He broke the Monica Lewinsky story. Again, he didn't do any of the research on the Monica Let's Lewinsky keep in story. mind, that's 1997 now. Yeah, 1998. 1998. I mean, he didn't do the research. He just found out that Newsweek had done the research about it. Like, right. well, he didn't like... And oh, Newsweek was holding the story. They were holding its he story He decided back. not to. Right. Because he found out Newsweek had done the story, and so he broke... Which, again, like, I'm not... You know, like... That was an, I mean, inter- that was an interesting that. moment in was. internet history, right? Yeah. Like, where, like, the internet beats... Uh, a big publisher to a story and breaks it. And there's a, so it's not to say that he is not impactful in, in, in the news, and he certainly was in, in the late 90s and maybe into the early 2000s. But, I mean, it's been a long time of nothing. It's been a, lo- a, lo- a giant zilch streak for Matt Drudge for a, a You can make a strong case on that, yeah. I mean, really, what, when's the yeah, last time you, you, saw, you saw anything of value that Matt Drudge did that you didn't get in 1,600 other places? I mean, is he making a lot of money? Sure, I'm sure he is. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he is. You know, he's got two nice homes in Miami. Uh, reportedly made fifty million a year from this thing. I mean, hats off to him for being able yeah, to uh, do that. Right. But you know, don't pretend it's, like you're down the middle and just a news conglomerate now because you're not. Well, and it's I you're think not. it's something that honestly conservatives do strictly out of habit. It, it became a site in the early two thousand. It is out of habit for where me. it was like yeah. I always you go there to kind of see what the update is, and mm-hmm. he was driving the news cycle. I mean, it, that is you're, it's it's living in the past. The guy hasn't done this in a long time. He's barely paying attention to the site other than just posting Trump stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's just a you know, it's just come and gone, right? Yeah, I, mean, it, I, I, I think I, you're right. We yeah. go to Reader's Digest for news too. It's still around, but I, I mean, the time has come and gone. Okay. <laughs> Do people go to Reader's Digest for news now? Some do. I, I heard someone very recently make uh, wow. a Reader's Digest reference. Really? Might have been I haven't Trump. even heard was that mentioned Maybe. in a long time. Was it Trump? It might have been Trump. It's like, <laughs> I can even read Reader's Digest. And I was like, Reader's, Reader's Digest? Digest. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard of that in a while. Is it still out? Is I it think it thing? does oh, yeah. exist, right? Yeah, it does. Wow. But again, like... That's like a go-to-TV guide. Yeah. Uh, TV yeah. guide? When was the last time? That's kind of what Drudge is for conservatives, right? It's like yeah. an old-timey thing that you have nice memories of, but you can't remember anything positive they've done in a Except, long, long yeah, time. Lewinsky is the thing you remember. Yeah, and it's like, all right. He, yes, he probably broke a few other things besides uh, that, yeah, but that, but I can't one, think of what they are. There, there was that one things. time when the siren was on, that, uh, you know, that one thing. Yeah, the that thing. Was That's on. a good. But again, right. like his siren stuff, he does the siren stuff occasionally. 
All the siren is is like Beck says something about religion. That's not him breaking right. a story. That's, what, that's usually it's him what it is. Linking to some other site. Yeah, uh, trying to show that Glenn is a zealot of some kind. Right. Or, but any story when he puts that, up, it's not. His, they're not his stories anymore. True. There was a time in which he was actually seemingly doing journalism. I mean, I haven't I know, it's seen pretty that great in, gig. in a pretty long great time. Gig. Yeah. Uh, which again, like I, as a business person, um, I mean, he probably could if he actually. You know, ran it. I think more like a business. He probably could be making a lot more money by now. But uh, you know, it's, it's seemingly doing well. It was obviously low frills. I mean, the you know, from what I've heard, his staff is like three people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's yeah. very very bare bones. Operation. Well, they do nothing they except post a, a headline and then link with to the other story with a link. <laughs> that's it. That's all I, they do. It's uh, not that tough. No, uh, and, and and this is by the way long before the Trump thing. I was on this bandwagon. I mean, I, I just I haven't seen anything in a long time he's done. Yeah. And you know, like I. You know, really, the thing that that started me on this was was the Alex Jones. It's Alex Jones, like, he's got some kind yeah. of alliance with Jones or right. something. Like, if you it's entertain weird. that nonsense, I, it's hard for me to take it seriously. And when people, when we talk about this, uh, a lot of times I'll get some. What are you, Alex Jones? What's wrong with Alex Jones? Uh, everything. Alex Jones believes that golden babies are consumed. At is it Bilderberger or the? Um, what's the other thing with the owl? The uh, gosh, I don't oh, know. Uh, Bildermeister, no. not the Bilderberger one. It's there's another one where they the consume golden yes. babies or something. Yes, and they burn the owl. And, and burn the owl, and I, I guess they burn the owl. Now, do they consume babies? Come on, there's no only, evidence. Only, only ones that are dipped in gold. No I think even he eventually. Did he said, back off of that? Not. No, I don't I, mean they're really eating. I babies. have I'm never seen him back it. off of any of his conspiracy theories at the Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove, thank you. And I, I mean, the guy is sh- a shameless charlatan, and he's lied. We've shown it many times, his lies about Glenn. I mean, over and over and over. But anyway, back to Ted Cruz. Um, this, this is something I, I thought was a pretty cool move. Somebody asked him, is I think just a joke. I don't think they were trying to trap him into anything. Uh, but somebody gave him a communist manifesto to sign. Uh, asked, a, a young man uh, asked him to sign his economic textbook. And so maybe maybe it was more than a joke. I don't know. But uh, Cruz said, you know what? I'll sign it. I will sign it. He said he had a good sense of humor. And so he took the book, The Communist Manifesto, and inside on the front cover he wrote, Millions have suffered because of this. Ted Cruz. Great. <laughs> what a great inscription on The Communist Manifesto. That way... You know, the kid could take it and say, See, Ted Cruz signed the Communist Manifesto! Which is probably what he's trying to set him up for. Uh, and instead, he got he got uh, the real message on communism, which is pretty cool. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. Seven two seven back. Pat and Stu are lamenting about the uh, campaign again, as we are wont to do. You guys here. are obsessed. 
You guys are obsessed with the country not burning to the ground. You're like yeah, obsessed yes. with the country being a beacon of freedom instead of just a crafty, <laughs> yes. like everybody else. Are, else. You guys are. are obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. yeah. All you guys do is think about the country not being a dirtbag like Venezuela. Uh -huh. That's uh, true. We, we, what's mm -hmm. wrong with you people? We're obsessed. Why are you obsessed with it? Oh, you kick a Donald Trump out of your head. All he wants to do is ruin the entire nation and everything it stood for for the past 200 years. You guys can't get him out of your head. No, we really can't. Actually, the fact that a Republican is going to be the one who destroys the country. Yeah, I would say that's tough to get out of my head. Yeah, it is really I'm, tough. I am concerned about it. Really yeah. tough. Mm -hmm. And so over the weekend, then there's these demonstrations, these protests going on in California because we were talking about California and whether or not Cruz has a shot there and. Things look good right now for Trump in California, but who knows? And and then uh, Jeffy made the comment, well, yeah, but there are big protests against Trump. Yeah, it's the illegal aliens are protesting against they him. They vote in California, bro. <laughs> well, they're not supposed to, but maybe they do. I don't know. But the thing is, <clears throat> when you're burning, I don't understand. Because they made this mistake in 2005 and 2006, and then quickly... Somebody, some PR agent got into that movement and said, mm, don't do that, don't do that. Don't show them how you really feel. What are you doing burning American flags? If you're, if you're claiming that you want to be American And waving the Mexican flag. And you're waving the Mexican flag, that's going to make patriotic Americans say, well, get the hell back to Mexico then. If that's the flag and that's the country to which you are loyal, go back. No one is stopping you. Go back. I can't take that. Why would you think you're going to win the hearts and minds of Americans by burning our flag? Dumbest thing ever. Uh, so I don't know what they're trying to prove with that. Yeah, you're, know, you know, but the, uh, the other side is they're prote protesting Trump, who's, you know, I, I'm no fan of either. I, but I, I hate that when people are burning the American flag and then they want more from America. What are you talking about? What? Right. You've just shown me how you feel about it. And now you you want me to give you citizenship, voting rights, uh, I don't know, welfare. Uh, what? What do you want? Uh, yeah. uh, Health care, everything? Okay. Yeah, you burn the flags. Let me give you everything you ever dreamed of. Yeah, it's a little bit, uh, it's, you know, do you want poison, Bizarre. poison in your Coca-Cola or in your hamburger? Like, it's your mm -hmm. either way kind of sucks. I don't want it anywhere. So that would be my right. argument is, I don't know, Indiana, think about another way to go. Uh, but, you know, if you're, if you're like I people are like, oh, well, how come you guys don't talk about the protests and how uh, anti speech it is and everything? Well, I mean, first of all, any Republican candidate would get this treatment from the left. I, I don't well, think. Yeah. Cruz, Ted Cruz would as well. Cruz would too. Um, and, and so, I mean, obviously, it's a horrible, stupid thing to do and it does not help their case at all. In some ways, you should be thankful for it because it does not help their case. Right. The best thing that could happen to Donald Trump is have a bunch of idiot protesters doing stupid things like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's because the people who, and not me, uh, and not Pat, and not Jeffy, and not Glenn, but there are people who don't like Donald Trump who could be won over by that. They can say, they can look at, you know, I, I, look, I don't like Trump. I can't stand these people so much burning the American flag and, and, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, doing illegal things to stop voters, all those things that they're, you know, you're not supposed to do, um, you, find, you wind up saying, ah, I don't like Trump, but I hate those people so much that screw it. Despite them, I'm going to vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's not the way I look at it. I, you know, I, I'm in no way. Um, never. Uh, no. And apparently one, one of the Trump supporters was attacked, I guess. 
Sounds like I mean, got some stitches in his head. I love this. All of a sudden, they're concerned uh, about attacks and rallies. Yeah, I know. Right. Like they didn't care about any of the other people. All the no. all the protesters that got attacked overall this time, nobody cared about it at all. But now, once Trump supporter gets hit, oh gee, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, and look, it's a big deal on both sides. You're supposed to care about. You're not supposed to want violence on either side. That's just a, not a, a consistent point for Trump supporters. They I'm just try to keep that in mind. That's it. How did you phrase that again? Um, you don't want uh, hmm. any violence happening at rallies huh. on either side. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's interesting. That's Somehow, Cruz, the Cruz rallies have been able to maintain that standard. <laughs> yeah, in fact, have. every other candidate has been able to maintain yeah, that, they, uh, they that have. standard, at least generally. Well, uh, Kasich, because nobody's there. Um, well, Kasich so. has never committed violence against himself at That's one of these rallies. He's never so, beaten himself at no. one of these rallies. So. And I will say, Carly Fiorina did, <laughs> did, did walk off a stage. So <laughs> that's sort of violent. Uh, but it is kind of interesting because, again, back in 05 and 06, when they started out the same way on these uh, anti-American rallies from, from the illegal alien uh, advocates, uh, burning American flags, waving Mexican flags, all of that stuff. Somebody got a hold of them very quickly and said, "Hey, that is not the right way. Let's let's wave American flags at these things. That's the way we're American." And they did. And so, and then every time you saw one of these immigration rallies, they're all waving American flags, and they're all all the Mexican flags are all of a sudden gone. Those are only at the car dealerships now. Um, Maybe that's just a Houston thing. I, I don't know. Do you, do you see the Mexican flag uh, very often in Dallas? I never see no. it here. No, I never, I never really see don't. it. In Houston, we used to see it all the time. Really? All the time, uh, which is irritating to Texans, as you can imagine. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Um, in the meantime, apparently uh, Ted Cruz showed up on CNN State of the Union, and uh, Jake Tapper asked him to respond to the transgender stuff from Caitlyn Jenner. Here's what happened. Thank you, Donald. I really appreciate it. And by the way, Ted, nobody got molested. A little reference uh, to you there, geez. by the way, Ted, nobody got molested. <laughs> I want to give you an opportunity to, to respond to, to individuals like Caitlyn Jenner, transgender Americans who think your web video and comments on the campaign are <laughs> making them Caitlin all out gender. to be child molesters. <laughs> Well, listen, Jake, in my view, this is not a matter of, of right or left or Democrat or Republican. This is common sense. It doesn't make sense for grown adult men, strangers, to be alone in a restroom with a little girl. And, and this is the height of political correctness. And frankly, the concern is not the Caitlyn Jenners of the world. Thank but you. if the law is such that any man, if he feels like it, can go in a women's restroom and you can't ask him to leave, that opens the door for predators. You know, I've spent a lot of years in law enforcement dealing with child predators who are sick individuals. And that doesn't mean that that, that is the people who are transgendered, but there are predators in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and just saying that if you're a man, you can go in the girl's restroom if you feel like it, open the yeah. door opens the door for criminals and and but i don't know, think that's what i don't think that's point. what the law is the law is about not just like if you were uh, if you or i want to go to is. but you or i don't identify as female you and i aren't transgender we, this the law wouldn't be about you and me going to a woman's room you, but, but the law doesn't specify transgender thank and, you and, and also thank jake, you and again jake tepper is, is, is great he's smarter than that smarter but still the, come on the, the question you guys also aren't Predators, right? Um, so using you two as examples I, is a bad way to go because you're not predators. The the mind of a person who's going to go in and peer at little girls is looking for a way to get out of it if he gets caught. Jeffy, at some point you can address this in, in, in a more complete fashion. But the point is, the point is, you're crafting the legal defense. 
All you have to do is say, look, I identified as a woman. I'm sorry. Are you going to tell me I, I don't? You, do you know my internal identification? How dare mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. come after me? And I mean, that's all you have to do. And, and, and not only, as Ted points out, it's not like you have to prove that you are transgendered. They're not even allowed to ask you. It doesn't well, even mention transgender. How do you, how do you prove that people? anyway? All right. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner can't prove it. No, but it, I mean, you like, dress like a girl, okay? You, you yeah. wear a wig. It's uh, like you could at uh, least but you still set, yeah. have a penis. I'm sorry, you're a man. If you have one of those, you're a man. I, that's just simple biology. Don't look at me. Look, he's in the middle of ranting. It's simple biology. I. I'm tired of these science deniers. I, I, you can't just say you're a woman because you said you are. You're not. That's like me looking out at the weather and saying it's 140 degrees, and I say it's four below zero. No, it's, I feel like it's four below zero out. I'm denying the science of what the actual temperature is. They'd be pissed about that. They'd probably put me in jail over that. But you can say a man is a woman just because. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. And, it, and, and as Cruz is pointing science out, science deniers. It, it it opens up the door uh, uh, for these things to be abused. I mean, even if I think like as you I and mean, you've said this before, like Caitlyn Jenner, for example, we could all say that at least she's putting the time in, right? She's walking around yep. in a dress all the time. Yeah, and it's not um, about her. It's not about her. Um, Her, him, so, whatever you want to call like this person, he wants to be referred to as a woman, so that's fine. I don't care about that. Right. I don't care. Uh, the point is, you're opening up, you're essentially cr uh, crafting a legal pathway for someone Obviously. to abuse those laws. Now, I think, honestly, like, probably Caitlyn Jenner can go into almost any bathroom in America and not have an so issue. So publicized um, that certainly, yeah. everybody knows, but okay, I mean, like, Caitlyn Jenner is going into the woman's restroom. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. What, like... Let's say you have, however, Caitlyn Jenner, a person who is dressed up as a woman, but yeah. is clearly a man, as Caitlyn Jenner is. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as you know, like appearance, Anatomy. you can tell it is not a. Uh, I don't know what the right term. Biological is. woman. A biological woman, or a woman. You could tell it was Bruce at one point. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. could tell it was Bruce at wow. one point. So that, <laughs> wow. hey, I know. Look, he was. He admits he was Bruce <laughs> when he was Bruce. <laughs> Was that shocking to you, Jeffy? Uh, wow. Bruce said How he was dare Bruce. you say he looks so like say, a man? You could tell. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> How? <laughs> I, I can, I, you, I can, without you, taking you, off than, his clothes, can, how can I you can tell? I can hardly speak. I don't even know. You can holler if you There's a visual component. What? <laughs> what? Listen to the hate speech okay. spilling out of this person. There are Okay, how about this? There are people who are cross-dressers, okay, who are men and say they're men, yeah. but dress up as a woman. Right. Okay. And those people you can detect <laughs> that are men because they say it. What? They say it. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't talk about this crap anymore. <laughs> Point being, though, if a man, like if you're, if you're, um, you're a mother, right, and you're in the bathroom and your daughter's in the bathroom as well, and a person who is dressed in a dress walks in that is, looks like a man. What are you going to do? I would say the most you're common gonna reaction your daughter out of there. is you're going to shut your daughter out of there and not make a big deal about yep. it. Just get out. Yep. Uh, you know, 
if you're in a stall, but was that a hateful move? Yeah, no, that, no it was a just common that, like, sense I don't know move. what this is, what's going on here. Right. There's something that's happening that's a little out of the ordinary, and so I'm going to react to it and just remove myself from that situation. We're supposed to. Most people are not going to say the most hey, thing in the world. Hey, weirdo, hey. get out of here, you man! Like most right. people are not doing that, especially right? not women to a man. Right, probably not. They'd put them in danger. Right, exactly. So they're probably going <laughs> to show their their little girl out. If they're in a stall, they'll finish up and then get out. Right. Um, you know, like that's kind. Kind of probably the most common thing. So most of the time, this is not going to be a huge issue. However, the law is not intended to codify the one out of a million chance that something happens, right? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be something where, like, let's not create a pathway for someone to do something uh, that is uh, not authentic that is uh, something mm -hmm. where someone says hey look i'm going to go in there because i know right. there's women in there i can i can and that again is bit. not directed at the caitlin jenner's of no the world. it's really not i mean it's I, not I, very rarely it's directed like, toward perverts who are heterosexual very rarely have you heard arguments where people are actually talking about those that would be legitimately <laughs> in our society called transgendered it's it's much more about guys who are taking advantage of a newly created wonderful loophole for perverts yeah. i will say though that Which, this is i'm not saying that that has nothing to do with people who are transgendered who are who mm -hmm. are uh rooting for that it, it has to do with people <clears throat> who will see this as an opportunity. You're giving them a free bathroom pass. And didn't, I mean, this is interesting, too, because didn't Bruce Jenner, when he was Bruce, say that he was still attracted to women? Even though he's making this transition. Yeah. And then the person said, okay, well, then does that now make you a lesbian? And he's like, well, no, because that, that part of my life is really gone. But let's say there's a, a, a person in that transition that doesn't feel like that part of their life is gone. Do you want that? man in the bathroom right. with a woman when he's still attracted to women. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think so. More patents do coming up in a minute. I mean, it's, uh, it's just a, I mean, uh, and that's why, uh, wow, there's just no way to handle this. No. Uh, except for one man. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. Uh, tonight, Climate uh, Hustle is out in theaters. Uh, Pat and I are going to go see it in uh, one theater and have mm -hmm. Jeffy in another one, making sure that um, you know. I could probably make it. Yeah, do we, we're no, because it's all sold out. <laughs> yeah, at we're, the one we're and we're going to be at that other one. That uh, that yeah. one, and I guess there's only um, right. Yeah. There was only enough for the two of us left. It must be doing well so. because uh, there's no oh my seats. gosh, uh, yeah. you can't get a seat. You can't get a seat. Oh, yeah, I could probably get. I, Probably where you're going, you probably it's probably wide open. But. Yeah, I guess they said there's a lot of perks at the one you're going to, yeah. like uh, the buffet they're going to have there. And, yeah, uh, you really? really should go to yeah, that they're giving away a thousand dollars to every person through the door. So yeah, you should totally check that one. <laughs> totally out. Wow. Go to that you should one. go to that. Why don't you guys totally. come to that one with me? Yeah, nah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. It's, uh, it's we already out. locked it. I feel like yeah, we locked in. The theater down. Ripped the knob off. Yeah, so. they're expecting us, and we said we'd say hi. Yeah, so, it'd be great to, you know what, you know. tell us how your theater experience was. Hopefully it lives up to the hype, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right, because doing a lot of cool stuff there.
727-727-BET. Patty Stu. Uh, I guess, you know, in light of these uh, immigration rallies that they're having, these anti-Trump things and anti-American things, we're burning them. You know, Donald Trump uh, isn't represented by the American flag. I don't know if they're aware of that. I think they are. Uh, so to burn the American flag is, that's not against just Donald Trump. That's against America. Um, so when they keep doing this time and time again at these immigration rallies, is it ever time to say, okay, I don't want to hear anymore that these are just hardworking, America-loving people who just want to be a part of our country. That's not who they are. And they're showing that. They're demonstrating that by burning American flags and waving Mexican ones. Doesn't that prove who they are and, and where their allegiance lies? Used to be you had to uh, swear an allegiance, and you still do if you want to be an American citizen. You have to swear an allegiance to this country. You just have to pledge. You don't have to swear. Just you do pledge have to it. swear. Just pledge it. You have to swear an allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of something. I don't remember how it goes, but something <laughs> to do with, I, I think, this, now this they're probably country we're uh, in. Yeah. I know. mean... Now it's just, I, I guess we, we just ask, okay, you do want a job here? You do want to make more than you would have made in Mexico? Yes, okay, that's fine. And you're a citizen. I mean, that's what it's going to be. It's kind of what it was with Reagan. And that's what's thrown in our faces all the time. Yeah. Is that, well, Ronald Reagan gave him amnesty. Well, I, yeah, he screwed up big time. I mean, that was one of the, that was the biggest mistake of his career. That and probably the uh, Iran-Contra thing. Um, pretty big mistakes, and that was certainly one of them. And so I, I don't know why we keep getting that thrown on our faces. I hated it then, and I like it even less now because it's much more of a problem now. And it was a problem exacerbated by the fact that he did that in 1986. So. Um, I will say, too, that's not, not his only uh, big mistake. He made another one, a uh, really big one. Um, uh, it was, I would say, a catastrophe. Um, I would say the tax reform... Uh, was a catastrophe. Uh, I would say, <laughs> would uh, yeah. I mean, I would. Mm -hmm. I, I would. I would say. Uh, I would say a lot of mm -hmm. things about it. I would say this, for example, mm -hmm. um, having the high income tax rates cut to twenty five percent, as Bad. an example. Um, it, people don't have the incentive anymore to invest. Um, you know, what? they're saying, why, why should I take a chance on investing invest? in low to moderate income housing? I might as well uh -huh. just pay the tax. You know what I'm saying? The fact is that twenty five percent for high income people. For, uh, it should be raised substantially, uh, is the way I feel about that uh, 1986 tax reform. Remember how good um, it was to stand in line for gas before Reagan took office? <laughs> I'm finished. Let me finish about oh, the sorry. taxes here. It should be raised substantially with the understanding that if, if you invest, you can get it down and substantially below that number. The incentive was taken away when the tax rates came down for high-income people. That was, uh, by the way, Donald Trump's testimony about mm -hmm. the 1986 uh, tax uh, plan from Reagan. Yeah, he was a big fan. Yeah, he uh, thought it was a catastrophe. Did he done though? He thought it was a catastrophe. The man we're going to elect as president of the United, or at least a Republican nominee. He's never going to win the general. But as a Republican <clears> nominee, you get a guy in there that thinks the Reagan era was a catastrophe. Amazing. That's a good, good plan, though. Good plan. You have something to say, Jeffy? Jeffy? Are you done? Did you have something you wanted to say? Remember how good it was standing in line for gas before Reagan took office? Yeah, I do. That was I mean, great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need those days back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need those days back. Yeah. They're almost here. Or not. Um, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Half-ton pickups crowded uh, the curb outside of the one-horse saloon and neon Coors Light, Coors Light sign in the window and ribeye steaks on the menu. But 
Otherwise, Nickerson, Nebraska is nearly silent on a spring evening with only tumbling freight trains interrupting bird songs. Apparently, uh, the regional economic development officials thought it was a perfect spot for a chicken processing plant that would liven up the 400-person town with 1,100 jobs, uh, more than it had ever seen. But when the plans leaked out, there was no celebration, only furious opposition that culminated in residents packing the fire hall to complain the roads couldn't handle it. Truck traffic, the stench from the plant would be unbearable. That's yeah, probably true. And immigrants and out-of-towners would flood the area, overwhelming schools and changing the town's character. What haters. Oh, my. Oh, my. It you... does put a nice odor in the air. It really does. Have you ever been around a chicken plant? Ever gone a... that? Yeah, the Tyson plants. <sighs> in our... Oof. Or a pork processing plant. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, that can be Oof. bothersome. Um, oh. However, uh, this is a, it's such a there's such a typical thing that goes on with development. Anyone who develops anything, everyone always everyone. I don't want that in my town. Well, all right, fine. You cannot have the jobs. You cannot have the income. You cannot have the perks that go along. I live in a town things. like that. I hate it because uh, there are some residents there, lifelong residents of the place I live, and you know, just a, a suburb of, of Dallas, but. Um, but it is incorporated, and so the lifelong residents don't want any change there. Uh, you know that there is in a neighboring town. There's a really beautiful uh, town center where it draws people from all over the area, and it's it's really nice. And they got all kinds of shops and shopping, restaurants. and restaurants, and it's it's just a fantastic place. They came to my town first, and my town said no, thank you. And so they go to the neighboring town, and they said, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it exploded it, that right, town. Yeah. I mean, it, and it changed the whole perception of that town. Now the home values are higher. Now, you know, everything goes there instead of my town, and, and they still want nothing in there. And so, anyway, they, they elected this uh, mayor whom I met and, and talked with, and I, I, I liked him a lot and voted for him. And as soon as they found out this little cabal of people that tried to keep all development out of there, as soon as they found out he wasn't on that plan with them, and he had his own mind, and he wanted some development, and I, I don't want to have to drive to another town for every restaurant I want to go to, or every, every time I want to go shopping. I've got to go someplace else. And he is of the mindset, too, that we should have some development, and it should be, you know, we should maybe move forward a little bit. Uh, so now they're recalling him. Now there's a recall election. <laughs> really? <laughs> Same people that got him elected are recalling him right oh, now. Uh, it's just agonizing. And, and, you know, so it's stupid to not want anything in your town. But a chicken plant, I, I can kind of understand because the stench is atrocious. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, it's obviously limits um, uh, yeah. of what you might want. Um, uh, however, you know, to me, obviously there should be very few. Uh, limits and you know those things only happen on a local level, um, <clears throat> which is the least offensive yeah. way to do them. Yeah. However, most of the time, most of the time, you should pretty much say yes. I think so. You know, I mean, I I, think I, so. I'm yes, sure you're bringing jobs, you're bringing opportunity, you're bringing things for the people in the town to do, so they don't have to drive somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost so bad in my town. I got to go somewhere else just to fill up my tank. Yeah, I mean, I've got like two places in town where I can get gas. Even well, it, it's ridiculous. No, there's plenty of places you just can't see the sign because I can only be about two and a half feet high. <laughs> yes, right. Um, I know, you, Jeffy. You've had uh, this issue in your town uh, where you live, where 
I guess. <laughs> I can't get to the jokes anymore. I was going to say that there's an issue with the, uh, the, the, they only will allow you to stack the cardboard boxes a certain height uh, for your living dwelling. Which is ridiculous, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. They ridiculous. won't let plastic uh, containers in uh, for Jeffy to live in. Yeah. Um, and it's but, interesting because when it rains, his uh, home <laughs> collapses. Collapses. Without the plastic. <laughs> All right. And that's just not oh, come right. Come on. That's, that's just not, not right. That's, that's not right. right. Then they get that's mad because right. I'm under the overpass. Right. What do you want from me? Right. <laughs> what do you want from me? They want you gone is what they want from me. And they've said it to you many times. <laughs> uh, well, other than that. Other than that. <laughs> other than that, what do you want from me? <laughs> uh, sorry. Just, I can't. I can't help myself. I, 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 but, yeah, I mean, I can see I it. there's a sign that says Fort Worth wants you gone, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. There's a sign that you know, says that. That they actually changed their slogan yeah. from, like, yeah. you know, City of Happy Families <laughs> to Jeffy, we want you home. <laughs> they did that, too, because, you know, when I yeah. first moved where I live now, it was actually another city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they actually changed the name yeah, of the they city. Did. Mm-hmm. Wow. They don't like you. Wow, they don't. Um, they I mean, don't. I, they tried I, to confuse him. That's not where you are. Yeah, they, <laughs> no, no, you're in that city. <laughs> they just want you to write it on like envelopes. They don't want your name in their city next to each other. Uh, boy. Uh, uh, by the way, Washington Examiner is saying uh, the new every new illegal mm. miner that comes in um, gets seventeen thousand six hundred thirteen dollars, which is more than a Social Security retiree mm. gets from the system. Um, that's what the Obama administration is actually budgeting for 75,000 Central American teens expected to illegally cross into the United States this year, $2,841 more than the average annual Social Security retirement benefit, according to a new report. Is that a problem? That's not a problem, right? I mean, I You're okay with that? I'm okay with that. You're fine, right? That's whatever. I mean, they're kids. Yeah, they're kids. And we're not, I mean, what do are we going to do, stop them from doing no. what they want? That's not what, what do you do with children. I'm, are you going to break up families? <laughs> Thank you. Are you not going to educate them? I mean, this is going so much further beyond that, Jeez. right? It's like yes. they're actually saying, no, we're going to give them a bunch of money, not just not break up their family. Right. Um, total uh, bill to taxpayers, just $1.3 billion. It's almost not even worth mentioning. Oh, that's hard. I don't even know why you wasted the time on that. Yeah, $1.3 billion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all... Wow, you are a hater to even bring that up. Yep. <laughs> Most of the kids wow. coming from uh, Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Oh, okay. So if they were coming from Idaho, you wouldn't mind, would you? Well, no. They're <laughs> citizens. They'd be... Okay, if they were coming from Canada, you wouldn't care. I would care. Yeah. You would? I care just as much. Yeah. Oh. They're not allowed. What if they came from Scotland? Then you wouldn't mind. I would not want them here. <laughs> no, I don't want illegal immigrants here. I would like right. them to come legally. Okay. Now, this is a man, as I say this, a guy who is a Canadian sports celebrity, who right, I mean, obviously right. Canada right. would be very excited to have me cross the border in that oh, direction. Of course they would. Of course I they pretty would. much have freedom of you know, movement. movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a paper that says that, don't you? Uh, <laughs> it specifies freedom of movement. Actually, it, the, <laughs> the, you know, it's like funny because uh, the the Blue Jays, for example, as you know, I'm a huge uh, Blue Jays fan. Um, they have to go through customs every what time are they, they third go home. place now in their division. Fourth, probably third, third or fourth. They're yeah. a little under 500 right now. But mm-hmm. They did had a good year. Too long season. Point being, though, that they go back for these long road trips and have to go through customs every time they go back to the country. Like, it's a bizarre, it's like, and you're on the Blue Jays, like, I think it's fairly obvious that you're going, but they have to go through that entire annoying process. I'm sure it's a lot less annoying than our process getting in there, but still, you get all the paperwork done, they have the the card, and you can get into those programs where you can kind of skip the lines, but still, 
I mean, every road trip, you're coming back yeah, at 2 in the morning. you got to do freaking customs uh, every time. I mean, come, come on. on. Really? Come get, on. Get to, hire some custom agents and put it on the plane. <clears throat> Let them go through it in the plane. Now, in Canada, they're more friendly toward uh, climate change, though. Am I right? Oh, my gosh. They're, more for, they're trying to do something about the climate change situation. I hope so. I hope so. They're uh, part of the Paris Agreement. I hope. They are. Um, I hope. And, and I hope so. I haven't checked. We need uh, to check on that. Yes, they are. And the United States is as well, thanks to Barack Obama. Oh, thank you. Uh, who's brought us. I was us, scared. Uh, we actually did something on this in the wonderful world of stew. And this is, I would say, let me give you this as a, sort of uh, the appetizer to uh, climate hustle uh, mm -hmm. that comes out in theaters tonight. Okay. So you watch this. Watch your pal a little bit for a little climate talk. And then tonight, go watch uh, that. It was interesting to hear Mark Morano's uh, on the radio show, his opinion of Trump's viewpoints on the climate mm -hmm. i would not say it was positive it was not no. a positive review no and i didn't know i have no idea where mark stands on on trump he's not a like a you know a outward never trump guy that i've ever seen uh, but he said basically like trump's made a few jokes about it but doesn't seemingly have a it's not a priority where yeah. i mean it, some of the stuff that he uh said uh that was important for people who uh, are climate skeptics or don't want to spend trillions of dollars on climate those are Cruz positions. I mean, you know, stopping those EPA rules is mm -hmm. probably the most important of those. And Cruz has outwardly talked about that many times, where Trump, he said, had made a few jokes about it being cold, so it must be climate change. I don't know. It's an interesting line to, to watch. But So they talk about the Paris uh, Agreement a lot. The media loves this thing. It's going to change the climate. It's going to turn it around. <laughs> Wait till you hear the details of what this thing actually does. Watch. It's time to dive into another sultry edition of the world's sexiest graphs. <laughs> oh yes, this edition of data porn has been rated 3.14159265535. That's right, I'm leading the show with a pie joke. Boom. <laughs> Unfortunately, like my physique, graphs and data are not quite as sexy as I'd like them to be. But when a graph can illustrate how completely ridiculous the world has become, I find them quite attractive. We begin in the city of lights. What could be sexier than Paris? The Paris Agreement has been lauded as the latest global warming savior. I said before the world that we needed a strong global agreement to accomplish this goal. An enduring agreement that reduces global carbon pollution and sets the world on a course to a low-carbon future. A few hours ago, we succeeded. We came together around the strong agreement the world needed. We met the moment. Environmentalism might not do anything to save the climate, but it sure makes people like themselves a whole lot. <laughs> but what would the Paris Agreement actually accomplish? For that, we go to the most salacious place possible. Warning, it's about to get hot in here. That's right, it's Global Policy. February 2016, Volume 7, Issue 1, pages 109 to 118. Oh yeah, you know you want it. It's everyone's favorite peer-reviewed research paper, Impact of Current Climate Proposals. <laughs> As we look at this, it's important to know that we're not questioning the science here. For the sake of argument, we're assuming that everything we've been told about how the climate works is right. I don't want to be called a flat earther or anything. There's nothing sexy about that. So if we do nothing, completely ignore the Paris Agreement, the temperature would increase by over four and a half degrees by the year 2100. This is what we need to stop. 
or we will all die in a fiery flood of volcanic ice or something. But this isn't going to happen because the Paris Agreement has been agreed to, saving our incredibly sensitive and pathetically weak, unstable planet from 33 gigatons of CO2. That's 33 billion tons. Sure, it will cost a lot to do. And it's sort of ridiculous to think that all the countries involved will actually play by the rules. But let's go ahead and assume it happens anyway. This next line is what happens if the Paris Agreement actually works. As we draw the line, let's listen to Obama's words about the agreement one more time. We came together around the strong agreement the world needed. We met the moment. Today, the American people can be proud because this historic agreement is a tribute to American leadership. So I believe this moment can be a turning point for the world. That's what it looks like to meet the moment in America? This is a turning point for the world? Seriously? By the year 2100, if all the science is right and everything works out, we will have saved 0.05 degrees, lowering our warming exposure from just over 4.5 degrees Celsius to just over 4.5 degrees Celsius. But what about the big promises of stopping global warming? They are based on what the Paris Agreement calls INDCs. Now, NDC stands for Nationally Determined Contributions. In other words, how much so-called pollution will a country contribute? The I, that stands for intended. So if 200 different countries do what they say they intend to do, we have the, quote, capability of limiting the forecast temperature rise to around 2.7 degrees Celsius by 2100. Capability? Interesting word choice there. In this context, capability means if we do about 100 times more than we're currently promising. The Paris Agreement promises cutting emissions by 33 billion tons. But to get the supposed benefits that they spoon-feed to politicians and the media, you would have to cut not 33 billion, but over 3 trillion tons. Over 90 times what the Paris Agreement actually cuts. That's one sexy graph, is it not? Mm. So to review, Obama's big global solution would save just 0.05 degrees of warming by 2100. They are exaggerating their own success by over 90 times. And there's nothing sexier than exposing a massive, gigantic fraud. What did you think I was going to say? Welcome back. Did you learn a lot about the Paris Agreement there, Pat? Yes, that it's essential to save mankind, Stu. How did you get that out of Because. Uh, oh, okay. There, instead of the temperature going up four and a half degrees, it's only going to go up about four and a half degrees. Or, or slightly less. Four. Right. No, you're right. Point 
five. Five Euro. degrees. It's funny. It's uh, my favorite part of that is 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 Obama's talking about it. It's just like we met the moment. Yeah, you met the moment. You're trying to save zero point zero five degrees in a century. You're saying you met the moment. <laughs> pathetic. It's so pathetic. Uh, so anyway, the the movie is tonight. Climate hustle. If you want to go see it, Mark was on with us last week. If you happen to see that, uh, and it was on radio as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. When this planet dies, uh, there is good news. Um, an international team of scientists. Found a, they discovered a trio of Earth-like planets that are uh, the best bet so far for finding life outside our solar system. So we have three alternatives now that we can go to when this planet is overcome uh, by our stupidity. Okay, so what do we got? If you don't stop driving your SUVs, mm-hmm. your then there are uh, the three orbit in an ultra-cool dwarf star. So it's a dwarf star about 39 light years away. It's only 39 light years. (laughs) That means it only takes 39 years traveling at the speed of light to get there. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. You're talking about a a 78-year round trip. (laughs) Okay. So in our time. In our time, at the speed of light. Now, the people who travel won't be as old. They won't be. They won't experience seventy-eight years, but we will here on this planet. Uh, and they're they're likely comparable in size and temperature to Earth and Venus. Uh, this is the first opportunity to find chemical traces of life outside our solar system. All three planets had the winning combination of being similar in size, potentially habitable, and close enough so that their atmospheres can be analyzed with current technology. I mean, what more do you need? We're practically there now. We're almost habiting, ha- habitable on these planets, habitational on these. Right. It's basically happening. Yes. I, and I don't mind a good it's road odd. trip. I do, you know, mm-hmm. as long as there's good drive through you know, drive through restaurants. Well, there's way. not yet. <laughs> but, well, I mean, maybe there is. Maybe there, maybe there are. I don't know. They're all the Jeff, same. It's possible. They're all the same. Every time you pull off and see something, it's the same thing. <laughs> Never, never, never different. It's all the same. Oh, that looks like the same old planet. You got to just keep going. <laughs> what? Uh, you have some negative stance against <laughs> road trips, I think. Or, yeah, in space. Like extra solar okay. road yeah, trips? I like, do have a thing against those. Okay. Huh. You're a, you're a man of, yeah, you're man of, of intrigue. I'll say that. A man of intrigue is the way I would put it. Is that how you would? I put it. That's pretty much uh, the nicest thing you've said today. Yeah, <laughs> today probably is. Yeah, probably I said today. ever since literally the day I walked in <laughs> to you the first day at WFLA in Tampa. That's the <laughs> nicest thing I've ever said to you. <laughs> Don't get used to it. Uh, also, apparently, since the dawn of time, we've been confounded by cats, but now we found a solution to that, or something. We have. Yeah, I guess so. Are we disposing of them? Uh, no. <laughs> That's your solution. No. Uh, I mean, that would take care of the cat problem. Uh-huh. No, there's a collar that lets you uh, let your feline, your cat, speak in a human voice. Oh, good. Yeah, here, here's it's Catterbox. This is going to be good. This would be good. This looks serious. The world's first talking cat collar. Since the beginning of time, cats have been an enigma. No one really knows what they're thinking. Studies show they only meow in order to communicate with humans. So we set out on a mission to get to know them better. 
By analyzing different cat noises, we've designed a digital sensor that detects a cat's meow and uses a unique program to turn it into a human voice. Simply connect to our app and select your cat's new voice. <laughs> I'm sleepy. The result, the world's first talking cat caller. All right, let's hear it. This is rather fun. <laughs> is that real? It's just no. pretend, right? Help us take further, uh, take this further, and see the cat caller something. I don't know. Was it so? That's not. That's like a joke, right? Or is it? <laughs> no, it's got to be a joke. Temptations Catterbox, created by London uh, Ad Agency. Oh, it's created by an ad agency. Contains a microphone, speaker, Bluetooth technology, and Wi-Fi. Captures the cat's meows. Translates them into human speech. Words that may or may not actually be what they're trying to say. Okay, good. Catterbox is the work of the new Temptations Lab, a scientific-sounding research work stream dedicated to the future of fun times with your cat. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't. I'll, I'll not be having fun times with my cat because I don't have a cat. I'll say nor you, would I you don't want to hear. It. You do not want to hear what Jeffy's cat would say. No, you don't. There, <laughs> it's a lot of terrible tales that cat, that poor cat. That you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Well, first of all, if if you were to put this on my cat, I would be sure to remind you that cats lie. <laughs> okay, so, just, let's get that out there right cats there. Lie. <laughs> Is that a fact? That's a fact. Okay. All right. <laughs> more patents, too, coming up. I don't think we can do more after that. No. I think we just go home. That's <laughs> 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 Seven two seven Beck uh, for mental floss. We got some patriotic superheroes, uh, other than Captain America, of course, who's obvious. But it looks like he's not as patriotic in this new one, right? Civil War isn't isn't he kind of a? I mean, he goes afoul a little bit, and it looks like he and Iron Man have a little bit of an issue. Well, maybe it's Iron Man going afoul. Maybe he's an evil maybe. capitalist. Right. That's right. true. Bastard. He likes weapons. It's true. He likes uh, uh, money. Money. Chicks. He likes women. Yeah. Uh, first of all, the fact that he would even identify a woman shows he doesn't understand gender. Because gender is just a, a false it's construct. A, it's In what paradigm is, right. is, is, is what's-her-face Gwyneth Paltrow a woman? In what paradigm? Uh, by whose construct? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, mm -hmm. is she mm -hmm. resisting the collectivization of manufacture? I don't know. I don't know. In, in, is she know. resisting the institutionalization of the human psyche? psyche? You know what we're talking about. I don't know. No, I don't Maybe. Know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, so, but uh, I do know that Miss America is one of the uh, superheroes uh, that's, <laughs> other than Captain America, that's patriotic. Uh, the quality comics hero with a pageant. Pageanty name has a very Captain America-like origin. Jo Joan Dale was a product of Project M, a U.S. super soldier program. Miss America had the impressive power of molecular transmutation. Hmm. 
She could turn stuff into other kinds of stuff. Miss America became part of the DC universe when DC bought the quality comics heroes, including such gems as Red B and Bozo, the Iron Man. How about hmm. America Commando? Okay. He was called Mr. Um, he was also called Mr. America. Tex Thompson deserves to be remembered as a is America America Mando, according to Mental Floss. Like Indiana Jones, no superheroes, hmm. but was good with a whip. Uh, and there you go. I don't know. I are you a big uh, big uh, comic book fan? No, no, no. But then there's Yankee Doodle, you know. Or uh, Yankee Poodle. Yankee Poodle. <laughs> I just assumed. It was Yankee Doodle, you know, who went Yankee to Poodle. town riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni, which, which doesn't a, make a lot of sense. No, it's pretty stupid. Um, there have been many comic book dogs, such as Crypto and the Super Dog and uh, Ace the Bat Hound, but no pooch as patriotic as Yankee Poodle. Uh, as John Morris points out, a meteor accident enabled this star-spangled canine to shoot stars and stripes from her paws. <laughs> How about Nuke? Came uh, the same batch of uh, weirdos as Captain America, um, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like uh, the government, apparently. He is a freaky killing machine with a flag painted on his face, red, white, and blue pills to calm him down or turn him loose. <laughs> uh, there you go. So, Nuke. I've never seen Nuke before. I, uh, I don't think that's I haven't either, but that's either Nuke or uh, America Mando. America Mando. Then there's Fighting Yank. This character created in 1941, one of several patriotic superheroes, harken back to... Uh, the War for Independence, Bruce Carter III, visited by an extremely patriotic apparition. His ancestor, Bruce Carter I, who reveals the location of a power-granting magical cloak. Sometimes that's all it takes to be a superhero. Sometimes, I guess, you don't have to fall into toxic waste to become a superhero. And uh, apparently that was the case with uh, the fighting yank. All right. There you go. Uh, We also have um, uh, famous people fired from their jobs. Jeffy? (laughs) I don't know how people get fired from a job. I don't think you 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 get fired, but you stay, which is an interesting thing. Elvis was a a movie theater usher uh, and uh, as a teenager. Was he uh, A girl who worked at the theater liked Elvis, gave him free candy. That was fine until her boyfriend found out about the freebie sweets, and he and Elvis... Got into a fight because of the fight. Elvis was fired from the movie theater. Oh no! Uh, oh no! I uh, did you ever uh, do that where you gave away? I'm not going to ask you, Pat, because I'm sure you didn't. But Jeffy, did you uh, break the rules, give away stuff to your friends and such? Ever do that? How dare you, Stu? <laughs> How <laughs> dare you accuse me of something like that? I don't know if there was an accusation there so I much as a, a question. Oh, it was a accusation. Little, I, the tone of your voice. Hmm. So you didn't like his tone? No, I didn't like his tone at all. Okay. Hmm. I mean, of like course, everyone does it. Yeah. No, not everyone. But you just admitted to it. Why are you saying, why are you mad at me for accusing you when you just admitted it? Yeah, when you said everyone does it. Well, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Walt Disney uh, was fired apparently from the Kansas City, Kansas City Star. Uh, his editor fired him because he lacked imagination <laughs> yeah, good. and had no good ideas. <laughs> That's uh, Wow. I think he does. Uh, I've never heard it uh, portrayed this way, but Babe Ruth, who paid for the Yankees for 15 years, um, he hit uh, only 288 with 22 home runs, a mediocre season, supposedly. Uh, they wanted to fire him, but they knew it would be P- bad PR to publicly fire Babe Ruth. Um, so the Yankees instead fired him covertly by sending Ruth a contract for 35000 for the upcoming season. His salary had been 80000 so I guess what, he rejected it? 
Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but still, that's yeah. not a bad. I mean, 288 with 22 home runs, even today, a lot of people would like. Back then, he was hitting more home runs than like, the entire league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, 1934, by then, he had hit hundreds of home runs. Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah. So they were going to fire him for a 288, 22 home run season? That seems unlikely to me. Hmm. Uh, then Jerry, uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, was fired. He created and starred, of course, in uh, one of the more popular sitcoms of all time. It's actually once fired from a sitcom. He had been a regular on the 90s sitcom Benson. Wow, I didn't remember that. I didn't I know that at that all. Hmm. All seemed fine until Jerry reported for a cast read through one day and discovered his character had been erased with no explanation. Wow, that's uh, interesting. That's an interesting premise. No uh, idea. For, interesting precedent for other shows that are on TV. Isn't that it? maybe a character could just be could just, just disappear, be gone, just be gone without any actual show up and, at all? Yeah. Now I don't day. know why they're showing Jeff Fisher during why that particular. They? Well, I guess the issue would be though, like, mm. was Seinfeld's name in the title of the show? Oh no, it's called Benson. That's so right. So I guess if a character doesn't have their name in the title of the show, you could just erase him <laughs> really at any time. You no. really could. You really Without could. changing no, the care? name of the show or anything. Who would care? Right? Who, you know? Nobody cares. Nobody would care. No one. No one. Zero people. There would be no outcry. <laughs> and the show would just be the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it'd be better. Yeah, it would definitely, be better. It would definitely improve. Uh, Robert Redford was, uh, was apparently fired at one point. Yeah, he was a failure at everything he tried by his own telling. I was a box boy at a supermarket and got fired. Um, then my dad uh, got me a job at Standard Oil. Fired again. Jeffy, you were fired from a supermarket. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do we need to ask, really? Because he was stealing food. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Right, Jeffy? I mean, you got to eat still. <laughs> Guys got to eat. Very true. Uh, Robert Redford should be fired for being a very bad environmentalist, too, yes. because mm-hmm. he's such a hypocrite. I mean, he, you know, talks about how uh, none of this wild, this area should be, it should always be preserved and, and never developed. And so he buys all of this land in Utah around his ski resort, uh, which is uh, uh, Sundance. Obviously, right? Like this film yes. festival. So he's got all this area around Sundance, and they tried to make it a wilderness area where you couldn't uh, develop it. Mm-hmm. And he took him to court to stop them from doing that because he wants to develop it. Of course. Uh, That's the way it so always works. That's the way it always goes. He's great. Also, Madonna was fired from Dunkin' Donuts one time uh, for squirting the customers with jelly from the jelly donuts. <laughs> Seems like a bad idea. I don't know why you'd do that. It's just wrong. Are you sure? That's wrong. That's mm-hmm. what it says. That's what it says. Um, and we got uh, Lucille Ball. Uh, mm-hmm. She was fired um, as a soda jerk, which is always a weird... What does that mean? It's like a 1950s term. I guess it makes well, sense Well, I think because you jerk the lever down. Correct. Is that what it means? And the soda comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kept forgetting to put bananas in banana splits, which is a key. That's uh, kind of a key. Hint. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's called banana split. So... And then finally, Hugh Jackman was uh, at 7-Eleven uh, for a time. Why? How do you get fired from 7-Eleven? Jeffy? <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, apparently, mm-hmm. apparently, you, when you work there, mm-hmm. you're not allowed you're... to just <clears throat> yes. eat whatever's in the store. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, they, they frown upon it. I mean, huh. they, they'll let you do that if you pay for it. 
Oh, Why I would see. you do that if you're working there? Why do yeah. you think that's an important addition? That's actually the main part of this. You have to mm -hmm. forget it. I'll get it. All right. Triple eight seven two six. I'm back. More patents too coming up. You got fired from a lot of jobs, didn't you? And I we, will, and yet you know. we can't get you out of this one. I don't understand. Oh, my name's in the title of the show. No. No, it's right if, there. If you'll notice it. See, it's right there. Pat title and Stu. Follow Welcome back to the program. It's uh, Pat Stu, and uh, we, a guy used to be on the show, but it's no longer here anymore. It used to be three people on the show, and now yeah. it's two. Mm -hmm. So I don't, don't notice that. Oh, he's still here. Um, this is a new trailer uh, for a movie, um, and I was kind of hopeful for this movie because it tells an mm -hmm. incredible story. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of the most incredible stories of the last few decades, right? A guy who is uh, a mid-level... Uh, IT guy, yeah, uh, who breaks in, steals a bunch of U.S. secrets, floods the internet with them. Actually, that's not a really fair telling, but he g he gave them to uh, media sources who looked into them, mm -hmm. and this is how we found out about it. the mass domestic uh, spying here. Of course, we're talking about Edward Snowden. That story is a pretty amazing story, whether you like Snowden or not. It's a it's an amazing story. It's just this guy who did this thing, and then he had to flee to Hong Kong and then to Russia, where he seemingly still is. We think. Um, and instead, this is a story about a bunch of kids who are snowed in on a December day. That's right. And can't go to school. It's, it's and really... their antics as they go out and bother the neighbors next door. <laughs> so it really, it does not look good. That's misleading. <laughs> now, uh, it's about Edward Snowden, but it's all oh. over stone. So, oh, geez. So what I get, watch the trailer, see if you get what I took from it. Because I would be interested in seeing a movie oh, about it. I haven't Snowden. seen the trailer, so this would be interesting. However, it's an Oliver Stone telling of it, which right. makes me think it's going to be, a, it, I mean, they make, it's seemingly they're just making him out to be a mega superhero. Which to me is like, all right, that's not the real story. He's a conflicted guy mm. and a nuanced guy. Mm -hmm. And it's why I kind of like his story. From the very beginning. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, even he's conflicted by, yeah. I think, some of the stuff. And to see him, the, 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 the constant question about edward snowden is he a hero or a traitor and you know I, we've been talking about how he's kind of you can be both actually yeah he's um, both <clears throat> he's maybe that's both. where he is but it's like this does not give you that I, at least from the trailer i did not take it see if you do right. this is the new trailer for snowden best i can tell you've been walking around two broken legs for weeks when do i go back you ever again land on those legs of yours those bones will turn to powder plenty other ways to serve your country you want it to be special forces? Yes, sir. Why do you want to join the CIA? I'd like to help my country make a difference in the world. The average test time is five hours. I'm done, sir. It's been 40 minutes. 38 minutes? What should I do now? Whatever you want. The deputy director of the NSA offered me a new position. Can you tell me anything about it? <laughs> you know I can't. Find the terrorist in the internet haystack. You're making people very happy. Thank you. You ready for a little action? Oh, this looks juicy. How is this all possible? Think of it as a Google search, except instead of searching only what people make public, we're also looking at everything they don't. Emails, chats, SMS, whatever. Yeah, but which people? The whole kingdom, Snow White. The NSA is really tracking every cell phone in the world. 
Most Americans don't want freedom. They want security. Except people, they don't even know they've made that bargain. There's something going on inside the government that's really wrong, and I can't ignore it. I just want to get this data to the world. Hey. Hey. I feel like I'm made to do this, and if I don't do it, then... I don't know anybody else that can. This is everything I have. They're gonna figure out what I've done. Did you access an unauthorized program? The government knows that we have these documents now. You're looking at a possible death sentence. I can't turn back from this. Watch yourself. They are running out of time. Don't do it. Don't answer it. They're going to come for me. They're going to come for all of you, too. Snowden. Wow. Yeah, he looks like a superhero in that. Yeah. I mean, With I a like... hot chick girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And uh, is that the girl from um, Divergent? I don't know. I didn't see any of those movies. No. Um, there's a couple things. Well, she's that. also done Insurgent. And detergent. detergent. Yes, yes I know. So, <laughs> I knew detergent was coming eventually. Um, I uh, so yeah. I mean, I, it, I actually think the movie looks kind of good in some ways. You know, it does you look good. It but, looks really good, but it looks like a one-sided telling. Yeah, very one-sided telling. I, I mean, also, the CIA looks like oh, you get to access the files. I mean, like he looks like a supervillain. Yeah. Is that how they really are? Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I doubt that all the NSA and CIA higher-ups are, you know, one-dimensional supervillain characters. Yes. It's going to be some nuance uh, there. Yeah, it's the Oliver. I mean, that's, I'm sure, how Oliver Stone sees yeah. them. Um, yeah. Also, I don't know what is going on with his voice in that, but it drives me crazy. He's like, I love, I love. Okay, well, he's trying to be, he's, he's trying, trying to sound, to like, sound like him, but he's, it's weird. Yeah, it is it weird. It doesn't work. It, yeah, it's weird. I'm to take these files. Have you got Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Right? He throws a curveball when you see him. I was just like, okay, yeah. Nicolas in there. You know, he needed some money. Oh, I didn't notice Nicolas Cage. What was he? Yeah. I didn't notice him. <laughs> did you see watch it? the same trailer? Yeah, I did. Let's see it again. Let's see it again. I want to see <laughs> if I can pick out Nicolas Cage. And she is, yeah, and she is the, the chick from right. Detergent. It is the chick yeah. from Detergent? Not Insurgent, but it's What detergent. about Allergent? Was no. she in that one? No. Oh, okay. Just Detergent. Uh, so here, here's... No, it's not... So far, we haven't seen Nicholas no, Cage. We haven't seen him. Up, right? so you know. That's not him. That's not him. <laughs> Wait, let's turn it up a little bit so we can hear some of the okay. voice, too. Open road. End game. All right, that's not him. Did you access that's special not him. files? Oh, my country makes a difference in the world. Oh, and he, he's also a whiz kid, by the way. Yeah. By his telling of it. Exactly. Yeah, I finished uh, something that took 17 hours and 38 minutes. Can you tell me anything about it? Oh, there he is. Okay, yeah, all right. All right. I, I, I just I wiped it out of my mind. Okay, let's listen to the voice a little bit. Let's listen to the voice. All right, here you go, coming up. Oh, this looks juicy. How is this all possible? Oh, except instead of searching only what people make public, we're also looking uh -huh. at everything they don't. Emails, chats, SMS, whatever. Oh, what yeah, but which people? Yeah, but which people? Kingdoms, no way. Gong! Mm. Yeah, it is. 
Nobody else cares, but Edward Snowden. He's the only patriot left in the world. Americans don't want freedom. They want security. Except people. Don't say anything, hot chick, because somebody's whispering to us right now. I've got to flee. I'm going to take this file and I'm going to flee to Russia. I put it in a Rubik's Cube. No one expects a file in a Rubik's Cube. I'm smarter than anybody. And I put all the information. I don't know. Did he come out? Did he really hide the Rubik's Cube? Yes, I'm going to look that up this very day right now if he really did. Okay, we don't need to hear any more from uh, the Snowden trailer. Thank you. I have a Rubik's Cube. I a very secret file. That's the only place they wouldn't suspect is Rubik's Cubes in 1980s. They don't know technology could actually be contained within a Rubik's Cube. I don't know. I mean, I, it looks all right. I kind of... Part of me wants to see it, but I don't know. The voice thing's got a lot of things around. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably Oliver Stoke's take on the story. Oh, you're probably incredible, Bob Stoke. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Talk.